It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That's right, it is the Brandon Graham Show here at the one and only Chickies and Pete's. Uh, I am Elliot Shore Parks in the driver's seat tonight, uh, along with, of course, the King Howard Eskin and Eagles legend. Uh, Brandon, I've listened to you do this show for years. I'm really excited to do it with you. Brandon Graham is in the house, everybody. What's up? What's How you up? doing today, man? How you doing, Elliot, man? First time. I know. You? I'm pumped. I appreciate you. Yeah, it's going to be good. So, unfortunately, uh, you know, we don't start this show uh, with coming off the best, win, uh, best game, obviously. So, I wanted to talk to you about that first before we get into bigger picture things. Thinking about that game, you've had two days now. What happened uh, with the defense against Arizona? You know what? We started, we started good. And, you know, we just didn't finish the game, honestly, um, because, you know, we knew going every time we go into the second half, we like, man, it's a big drive right here in this, mm-hmm. this third quarter. Uh, they just had a better third quarter for sure than us. And, you know, I, I don't make excuses. We, it, we just didn't get it done. And, uh, you know, we felt like we, we failed the offense a little bit because they, they scored 30-some points. I mean, we would take that every time. But um, we just didn't make the plays together collectively. Um, not pointing out nobody, it's just us as a group. But I do know that, you know, we we working, man. And things is, 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 is going to be, when I look at the film and you look at some of the stuff, it's a lot of, it was just a lot of leaky yardage on the run game. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't stop the run. Uh, it's, it's, we didn't stop the run, just it's point back, period. Um, and then, uh, you know, I know for all of us, it's man, I know all of us, we took that personally. So, I'm, I'm excited to see how we bounce back, but man, I know that everything is still right in front of us. We 11 and five. We had a bad, bad month. Bad month. That's all. You know, what I'm saying a bad month and a half. I say because mm-hmm. we lost to the 49ers and and shoot. All, I mean, we've been on a losing streak. Yeah. But man, definitely, um, you know, losing uh, builds character. I feel, and so it's on us, man. It's, we got to make that decision on when we ready to turn it up because. We only got one more game a regular season, and then it's 0-0 again. And all can be forgiven if we make this run the right way. So that's my message to the guys because when you break it down, we got eight quarters. I mean, we got 20 quarters left if we do it right. 20 quarters. So we got to put together, like we say, I ain't, we ain't do good in the third of, the, of that game. But when we break down the quarters, it's like 20 quarters, then you got eight practices that we, that we got left if yeah. we do it right. And so – 
man, let's, let's, be, let's have the best work relationship that we can. And then let's come together. Like, we ain't got to be friends in this, but when we in this building, let's make sure we locked in. And, man, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I, I, I'm so – I'm just so about us, man, and I know it's all about us. And and I I believe this team definitely ain't went nowhere with Nick. I just think it's the frustration that's kind of boiled over uh, from all of this because of all, you know, the media, all the stuff, mm-hmm. man, that comes with it, going out, being outside, and having to hear from fans, too, <laughs> and having to explain it's yourself. A tough, it's a tough it's city. Tough. Yeah. It's tough, but yeah. it's cool, though, because that builds. I feel like that built me up to fight back when I was labeled this and that. It's the same thing. We got to decide to – Put that work in, put our head down, and, and, and man, when we look up, hopefully it's holding that, uh, that trophy. Well, I'm curious because you mentioned you know, viewing it by quarters, which yeah. is an interesting way to look at it because although you are 1-4, I think, in the last five games, you had a lead against Arizona. You came out and dominated that game in the first half. You had a lead against Seattle. You guys are putting together good quarters to start games. Yep. It feels like you're just letting these games slip away. I'm curious on the sideline, what is the mood like in these third quarters when things may be starting to far, fall apart a little bit, does it feel different than maybe it has in past years in terms of the vibe on the sideline? Uh, mm. You know what? I don't, I don't feel that. I feel it's more about when we don't make the plays on, in, on the field. Mm-hmm. And I know uh, just thinking about, like, that last drive and, you know, how Avante missed the one tackle. I mean, Avante first game back, man. I mean, I was happy to see him back yeah. out there. And I know he was excited. And, you know, I got his back. I know he made that. He 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 really gambled right there, and I, I mean he took a gamble and, and we lost out. But I uh, I just really just know, man, like that the guys on the sideline. We talking to each other. We going through the game. We trying to stay focused on this and stay, uh, you know, just with our foot on the on their neck. You know, when we got them twenty one six. All we had to do was get on, get them off the yep. field, get off the field, and they come down to the fourth down. We get them the fourth, and we can't get off the field. It's all situational stuff that we can handle, and I feel like it's gonna start bouncing our way, man. Because I'm just a hopeful guy, man. Because I know it's a lot of negative out here in this world, anyway. So I got somewhere, somewhere, somebody got to be positive. Yeah. But I'm gonna be a realist too, and know that we got to stay locked in for four quarters, and that's just a challenge for my guys. And I'm like, look, the next play, it's about the next play. Forget what you did that play. It's about the next one. And the ball didn't bounce our way on a couple of things. Like I remember when Milk fumbled the fumble and we was about to scoop and score. He grabbed yeah. that ball quick. I thought you guys had that. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. But he barely got that, too. I, this type of team that we have, we have to bury people when, when we're supposed to. Like I'm just going back to that 49ers game when we stopped them, three and out, three and out. But we only got six points, mm-hmm. th- two field goals. When it could have been 14 nothing, and then they got to change their whole game It plan. changes the whole game. It changed yeah. the game. So with this team – we got to bury people when we when we got our moments and our situations where we when we can we we can uh, pull away from them and mm-hmm. so um, that's my that's my challenge to my guys and you know I'm gonna keep pushing it I'm gonna keep being positive and I got my boys back man because at the end of the day we all got some say in uh in how we playing out there no I mean and you could say an individual did this he did good and on that but it's about consistency as a whole if we want to win this thing and so everybody has to make sure they're taking care of their box and trusting that everybody is taking care of their box. All right. I, I am going to uh, challenge something that Elliot said. Uh, okay. Who would have thought I this was oh, going to oh, happen? Oh, yeah. The Eagles, hey, listen, you've you got to call it as you see it. All the right, Eagles let's see, let's did not it. dominate the first half. They, they were up 21 scored, to 6. They only scored 14 points offensively. Do defensive Arizona, points. Let me, let me okay. finish. Okay, let me ahead. finish. Arizona did not punt 
once the entire game. Mm-hmm. And the only reason they got 21 is because Kyler Murray, I don't know what the receiver was doing or where he was throwing it, and Sidney Brown made a great, great run after the interception. Well, I so, think the rush, the rush made him throw it faster. Okay, but he made the mistake and Sidney okay. Brown capitalized, but yep. they were moving the football. They didn't punt the entire game. The second half... I mean, what did you have? Uh, two possessions, not counting the last thing with 30-some seconds left? I mean, they just, you couldn't stop them. But the first half, when you only score 14, and they had two field goals, they did the same thing the Eagles did against San Francisco. They didn't punch it in. And, okay, you, you stopped them when you had to. But you've got to, I mean, you got to be better. It's the Arizona Cardinals I think you got to be better in that game, and uh, it's it's. I don't know if it's little things. First of all, are the corners good enough? Are the linebackers good enough? And I know why you're not getting to the quarterback because the way you have to play defense, because everything I, I, runs together. Yeah, right. I mm-hmm. mean, so how do you fix all that? Uh, they dominated you basically. Uh, you know, you. I, they, I take that. Okay. I take it. So, you know, on defense, we gave up 37 so, points. Okay, I, I so, so now, what do you – you could say there's little things and you're leaking oil and doing all the – but there's got to be some changes there, doesn't there, on defense to, to stop teams. Now, the Giants are the Giants, but it's hard to play a team this two times in three weeks. But regardless of all that, teams are getting the ball out quick and the Eagles aren't defending that. How do you stop that? Well, I know Patricia. I trust Patricia. And he's yeah, gonna I come think up he's with a something. good coach. Too. Yeah, I, I really do. And I think that, uh, you know, with him coming in, um, I think it's going to keep getting better every week. You know what I'm saying? And then we about to get Slay back. We about to get some guys back. Zach Cunningham. I thought he was coming back this week. Uh, but we're going to get some things tightened up in the middle. And then, you know, I feel like Shaq, Shaq Leonard definitely going to start playing a little better, too, now that he's really understanding everything. Uh, and, man, it's, I, I'm, I just feel like when we when we about to be full strength, I think that, you know, it's going to show a lot. I think Slay can still play. I think Slay just, you know, he was dealing with a knee thing that we didn't – that we didn't we all knew, but we didn't – y'all didn't know. And, you know, he pushed through. He, he a warrior. And I, I'm glad that he's feeling better. And I can't wait to see him out there because that'll be one one more person to help us. You know what I'm saying? And then okay, the quick passes create lack of pressures uh-huh. and sacks. How do you stop the quick passes? What does the Tackling defense good. have to do? We got to tackle. We got to make sure we tackle. Well, that's another. And, thing. and that's and that's another thing. Like you know, just being real. You know, we 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 gotta we let uh, James kind of run through run through some tackles and. You know, we knew who he was lining up against. We knew that he was an upright runner and, you know, was going to run hard. And uh, we got to get numbers to the ball. And that's what you got to do to stop those. Uh, we got to get them on the ground when we're supposed to. And um, people can't be, you know, whiffing on stuff. And so that's just how you, how you stop all that. And they can only dink and dunk for so long if you're tackling good before they have to take a shot. Okay. You now, I'm, let, let me okay, just yeah. let, let me get through all that the things that people are going to deem negative, but I'm trying to create the real story and the understanding. WIP and the callers, and one caller said, we're really smart. Okay, it's a matter of opinion. Uh, but, but it's like, so the, the first thing that comes up is, 
Nick Sirianni's lost the locker room. What a dramatic statement. How the hell does any fan know what the hell? I don't even know everything that's going on, and Elliot, you don't either, even though we're in there, but not we're not in there when they're in there by themselves. Yeah, us in the locker room's a little different than... Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, okay, so yeah. I, I, can you kind of straighten these nitwits out? I, I, do, do the players... And you're not going to get 100%, but if you get 97%, and I think that's easily what he has, do the players still, you know, it's a question I know the answer to, but I want you to answer how ridiculous or respond to how ridiculous that he's lost the locker room. Well, it just sounds like everybody's frustrated. That's really what it is. And, you know, of course, uh, we all are too. I mean, you think we're going out there trying to look bad, you know what I'm saying? But (laughs) at the end of the day, you know, people just be – I say fishing for certain things because they see the outside looking in, and so they go off what the outside thing is. They go off, they nitpick everything that goes on on the sideline, all that little stuff. The frustration over, you know, losing the locker room, nah, because people was in there talking with Nick today and doing little stuff. It's like, no, we're trying to, we're trying to get it right. And, you know, some of the guys I know, like, you know, AJ ain't talking to the media and stuff like that. Um, that's just – I feel like that's just growth, you know, because, I mean, it's tough for me to come in on here and stand tall and, and have to take it, you know what I'm saying, right now on this on the radio show. But I got to be able to do that in good and bad times. And, and I feel like AJ will grow in that, you know what I'm saying, because they, they look at certain things that happen after the games and they judge that off that, you know what I'm saying. If AJ mad, it must be something going on. It's like, no, he just demands. He just demands more excellence, and I understand that, and I and I get that part, and I got his back on that. You know what I'm saying? But you know, in this in this in this business, you have to be able to communicate to the to the media because that's our job, and you know, talk talk about what happened. And I feel like if you don't have nothing good to say, then don't say nothing at all. So at that time, he ain't got nothing good to say. So I'd rather him do what he's doing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I, I just, I just know what that it is, everybody nitpick all that little stuff. And they try to figure it out because everybody want to figure it out just like us. Uh, and I know we will uh, because we the ones in there, like we say, don't give the media anything that they can feed off of because at the end of the day, it's a, if we fix what's going on in here, They'll talk about the other stuff later. You know, the good stuff when when we when we doing good, but they definitely gonna get on us. And so we gotta be even more tighter when we know we got some stuff we gotta fix before this run that we gonna go on. Well, so you mentioned uh, the people see the TV copy of what happens on the sideline, mm-hmm. and it but it does feel, and I agree that when you see the TV copy, you're not seeing the full sideline. You're seeing yeah. maybe five total minutes of a four hour sideline. So I'm not saying it paints a, a true depiction of what's happening. Yeah. But it does feel this year like there have been more incidents on the sideline that have caused, you know, news. Whether it's Hassan Reddick uh, yelling with Sirianni or, or whatever it may be, even Kelsey at times has looked really frustrated at, on the sideline. As someone that's on that sideline and has yeah. been on that sideline through a lot, you were there in 2018, you were there in 2017, 2020, all big seasons. Does the sideline feel different to you, though, from a frustration standpoint? Because from the outside looking in, and it might be wrong, it does look like there's more than normal. Oh, you know what? And that's why I'm more happy that it is a lot of frustration going on because it let me know that people do care because mm-hmm. some of the stuff that they're talking about is, is, is a great, you know, great uh, argument. You know what I'm saying? So I understand where they're coming from. But we got to know that we on the sideline, hey, like, calm it down a little bit because right. we don't want to make it seem like we being too combative because 
they don't know all the conversations that's going on. It's not like somebody's swinging on one another, but emotionally in that game, when we feel it slipping away, it's like, come on, let's do this, let's do that. And it's just suggestions being made. And then, like I said, they looking at it. As soon as somebody get high-tempered, bam, there it is. The mm-hmm. camera's right on us. And they don't know everything that's being said on the sideline and how things got calmed and got solved in the game, even though we still lose the game, all that. But, you know, I just feel like um, I love that we got some stuff going on because last year everything was so good, but what did we get out of it? A great year, but no ring. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'd rather go through some stuff. as a as For me, having this C on my chest, this has been the most challenging year, but I'm embracing that and I'm – fighting it i'm going full head into it because i'm not running from it it's just all right y'all how can we coexist while we're here so why why has it been the most challenging year for you and you mentioned specifically the c on your chest and you've said a few times you know we don't have to be friends in the building but we have to be co-workers to paraphrase that oh yeah what what's been so challenging and does it feel like maybe the relationships are different from last year in terms of just like friendships or you you know what it is that the the fun that you got to have even through the storm you got to try to find the little things in the in this like you know because i know that a lot of people don't want me smiling and all that stuff after the games and but they don't know what's going on on the real on the inside Mm -hmm. they don't know me as a person to know how i might deal with stuff by myself so i'm trying to be as positive as i can in the hardest moment and just know like man i'm glad that's over because boy i know next week boy we better come on Come on, baby. Like, you know, and, and I see it in practice, man. I see people putting the work in. I see people bringing that, 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 work, that work mentality in every day. And like I said, like, we don't have to be friends because I'm not going to be naive to say that we all going to be friends, at, like, you know, after this. Right. But one thing I will say, if we get that ring, we all going to come back. You know, they're going to want that team to come back. Just like one your day, 2017 team going to all come back, and we all going to be talking about old memories, all this stuff. But it's like. Y'all, we can make it. We can make it work. We got to make it work for a month and a half. That's you all know, we got. Well, go ahead. Warren Sapp uh, I called me. A, I guess it was a couple of weeks ago. I stayed in touch with Warren since his college career, mm-hmm. and he said people can't tackle anymore because there's not. And one of the reasons is not enough practice. Do you feel? And you mentioned a little while ago that we got. You know, we didn't tackle and we didn't get them down and we. Is the lack of practices, and you've played a long enough time now to know the difference in what you do, is the lack of shoulder pad to the ground type practices hurting the ability for the defensive players to tackle the way they need to tackle? I, I was it's kind of an interesting it, it's thought. A different, it's a different game, for sure. Yeah, right. I mean, because if you hit somebody in the head wrong, boy, you're getting a flag. You know, you do <laughs> this, you do that, on the fine. <laughs> yeah. You know, all that. Like, so the game has diff- – has, we have to adjust to what, what the game has – how the game has changed. But, like you said, we just got to put ourselves in position that one extra step instead of reaching for the tackle, take an extra step and, and get up on his toes and hit him. And it's all it's all technique with it. And then sometimes it's, it's – it's you being in the game and just, you know, you diving, you just taking your shot. And, you know, sometimes you might not get everybody to the ball as much and you took a shot and then he got a little more open space right. and he got away, stuff like that. But I know, man, it's, it is different. Um, the practices are, are different. But if, they, if we do go that and then somebody get hurt a little bit, then it's like, oh, my, man, we shouldn't be doing this at this. You know, so it's like 
it's like a double-edged sword right there. But we just got to make – we made it work last year, and it, and, it, and it worked. But this year, we just – we just got to make sure that, like, this type of team we are, when we got the opportunity, we got to bury people, man. And, and that's really what our problem's been. We just haven't put, the, put that, we haven't buried nobody. So you said something, I think it was actually on this show last week, or it was in, in some media, that you were excited about the rest of the season or excited to kind of get back out on the field to correct the mistakes. Yes. And I thought it was refreshing because sometimes with this team, both from media, fans, and frankly it feels like some of the players – like you almost need to be reminded, you are eleven and five. You are like you until last week, you had control of the division. You were in the Super Bowl last year, so this team has accomplished a lot. But it seems like from the outside looking in, maybe the players are not having fun. Number one, or yep. two, maybe don't have the belief that you would think the resume would make you guys have. Do you do you agree with that one? But two, like, do you think that maybe having fun and enjoying going to work and being together has been in, a problem for you guys this year? I think it's been tough because when we was ten and one, boy, we was you know it was it was fun. It mm-hmm. was fun. You seen people dunking, you seen all them boys yeah. doing celebration. We got to, like you say, it's a reminder to get back to that. We that underdog again, which I feel we thrive in anyway. I love being that because <laughs> the last I wish couple you guys years, can see the smile on his face right oh, now. The last this, couple yeah. years we've been kind of spoiled a little bit. We've been doing good, and I love that too because the city's been on fire. Period. Yeah. You know, baseball and us, and you know now basketball doing good too. So it's like that grit, that that fight, that blue collar type of team. Like, you know, they're just going to fight to the end. That's us. You know what I'm saying? People don't like us. Like Kelsey said, people don't like us. And every chance they get, they want to get on us. And mm-hmm. so a little bit of it, when we lost the two games that we lost, 49ers and Cowboys, boy, it was the world is over. You it know certainly felt like it. Oh, uh, oh yeah. man. And what, what, what was we, 11-3? and three? I mean, no, not 11-3. It would have been 10-3. 10-3, ten ten and, ten and three, yeah. 10-3. So – and it made us, and we felt that because, like I said, we we walking outside, we being out, but you can't let that affect you. We got, we got, we do have a younger team, mm-hmm. and so it's 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 hard to like social media is, is big, you know, with some of some of the guys on this team. And well, I Howard loves that. social media. Oh, so. oh yeah, I understand. Yeah. He, he likes fighting. <laughs> no, it's he not likes social. Fighting. It's not social. It's not, it's not media. media. Exactly right. <laughs> hey, but you know, I know for me, uh, I try to help them young boys as much as I can to let them know. These fans gonna be here when you here and when they and when you gone and they ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. So how you combat it is keeping your head down. Don't look at it. Don't watch no TV. Go watch a show or something. Don't watch. You ain't gotta have Sports Center on all right. day because it, it's just give you reminders of you know people that gotta do their job. They gotta you know tear the teams down or or figure out or come up with a expert you know knowledge on what they think it is but how we combat it is how we fix stuff that and correct stuff on the inside is that something you had to learn i had to learn that yeah because yeah. man it ain't easy trust me i tell them boys all the time y'all see the finished part of my career um but y'all didn't see the beginning when i didn't like it i didn't Locking like people I on did twitter not, oh yeah, my yeah, goodness yeah, yeah, yeah. back and forth back yeah. and forth and it didn't get me nowhere but more depressed you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying because now you got all these other people coming at you and gonna say something and now they all talking about stuff and hitting you in areas where you know it's true it's like yeah. oh i can't even fight back i can't i don't have nothing to say so it's like don't even get involved in it because that ain't gonna change nothing it's only gonna validate them and 
you know, at the end of the day, that's what everybody want to do. They want to go viral. They want to get validated. That's the life we live in right now. So know what you up against first. That's what I try to explain to them and how you combat it is, man, you go out and win next week and you go out and win in a big way and make a statement game, especially if we win that, that first playoff game and we do it in a convincing fa fashion and then we go into the next game yep. and then we do it again. It's like, boy, they ain't going to remember none of this stuff that happened in this past season because I don't even remember a lot of stuff from last year, <laughs> uh, especially the losses, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And so just know – that man, I'm giving it everything that I got to exhaust the give the help that the young boys need, and then on top of that, reminding us that we 11 and five, man. We put ourselves in position to get to the postseason, and okay, we 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 not we don't know if we gonna win or not the division. We gotta win this game, and if Cowboys lose, then I think we do get the yeah, division. Yep, yeah. But at the end of the day, we made it. We make it to the postseason. Okay, that's that's good. But what we gonna do moving forward? And you know, I didn't get here for a re no reason, and I know y'all didn't get here for no reason. I ain't ready to go home and start training for the next season. Yep. So let's finish this thing right. And, man, I'm like I'm going to tell you every week, man, until this thing over with, I'm exhausting everything, and I feel so good about just where we are and the communication that we have to have together because that's what it is, man, and troubling times. You got to hear people out, and then now it's like, what are we going to do about it? All right, I heard you. Now what you going to do? You gonna do your part. I'm gonna do my part. I'm gonna do this part, and no more, no pointing fingers at nobody. We know we all gotta work. You had a good game because other guys put you in position to have a good game, but we didn't win, so it wasn't as good as as we needed it. So, I mean, I'm glad that people getting their individual accolades, but it's a team game, and so, man, I'm I'm telling you, Elliot, man, we. Well, boy, it's funny you mentioned the momentum, and I want to talk to you about this on the other side, but. It, it can turn back as quickly as it, it turned negative. Turn. And to your point, if you win that first playoff game, I, to you, to me, you guys look like a team that just needs momentum. Yep. And if you can get that going again, I think you can turn around. So I want to talk to you about more, more about on the other side, about why you think you're going to turn it around. This is the Brandon Graham Show, of course, here live at the beautiful Chickies and Pete's. We'll be right back. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. It is the Brandon Graham Show, of course, with Brandon Graham and, and the king himself, Howard Eskin, looking fly as always. Got a nice little watch on, I see. Always looking nice, Howard. Um, here at Chickies and Pete's, of course. Uh, so I wanted to ask you, you said uh, in the prior segment, you were confident this was going to turn around. And I was, I was thinking about, in terms of criticism and maybe uh, fans feeling skeptical, skeptical about the team, this is probably similar to 2021 when you guys got off to a slow start and Sirianni said the thing about the flower and the roots and how uh, underneath the surface progress was being made, but you're not seeing it yet. You're in that building every day, and you seem so confident that this is going to turn around. What are maybe you seeing behind the scenes that we're not seeing that makes you feel you guys are, even though the results aren't there, taking steps in the right direction? Well, you know what? Like, tell me a fan that's watching film, that's looking at the, the, the replay other than the TV copy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then when you look at, like, man, hey, man, you got to stay in your gap right here. Dang, boy, that was – we was going to get off the field if you would have did this. Like, right. and, and it's like – those little things that people don't see. And I'm not saying, like, you know, that they, they see the, the TV copy, but they don't see behind where we getting off the rock and you see guys in that gap and you see how guys trying to get attacked, stuff like that. And then I just know I haven't seen nobody give up in practice. I haven't seen nobody give up in meetings. And everybody just frustrated because they want to get it right because we know that we went on this run for a reason. And, yeah, it might have not been blowouts, I mean, we've been battle-tested as far as, you know, man, we know we got the will to win and we ain't going to never quit. But now let's stop making these little mistakes that's costing us in these situational moments where fourth and do- fourth down, uh, what, they, they, they had probably two or three fourth downs. I think they were got. two for two. Yeah, two yeah. for two. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the one was fourth and one. They did the toss. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, that was, that was a good one. That was a good play um, because we didn't get outside. One, somebody slipped. And, boy, they just made a play. That was good. Um, and so I give them that one. Then I think it was one on that last drive, I want to say, they yep. got the fourth. Fourth you know and five, yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Right. Five yards, man. Hey, we got to get off that field. Right. Like, you know, make the play. And when you look at just, like, 
Dang, like the one, um, the one pass interference they called on uh, who? I don't know who it was because it was two. It of, was on Keely. It was I on think. Keely, but mistaken, Keely yeah. looking back. Yep, you know yeah. what I'm saying. But and the guy grabbed Keely too. Yeah, for and what then he's on top of that, got her get grabbed on the last drive for us, and we just didn't get no plays. But what I will say is, you know, it didn't even have to be like that. When mm-hmm. we look at the game, it, we we just gotta rally to the ball a little more on on run plays. You know what I'm saying? And then we gotta just. We, we just got to get off blocks a little bit uh, on sometimes. Like, you know, when you watch the film, man, you just see that, ah, oh, they just got us on this. Uh, we fingertips. Mm-hmm. Oh, they caught the great play. And I don't ever want to take away from nobody, but I just know it's about us. And so that's why I say it give me promise. If I ain't seeing nobody getting bored over and just getting their butt whooped, you know, then it's like, man, we just, we just right. weak in certain areas. But it's just more about um, – just the little things that that that's add up on us and just keep like that when we was when we start losing it's just like every little thing after little thing mm-hmm. just kept happening we can't get off the field we can't win on the fourth and five uh to, to stop them man man the one ball the one fumble we do get he man all just of a sudden just barely it, yeah. got it because what's his name was coming to scoop and score but Man, I'm telling you, like, that's what give me hope because it's all fixable things. It's not a player getting dominated type of thing. It's more like, man, play inside next time uh, or play this next time. Don't be too handsy with the guy because they calling little, like they calling it like this now and all that. Like, it's just, man, everything is, is so. So you, you feel like you have a good, you guys as a team have a good grasp of what the mistakes are. Yes. It's just about correcting them on the field. And, and coaches are good at, you know, like everybody should be held accountable. Coach me too. Cause I don't mm-hmm. care. I got to see on my chest, but coach me because I want to okay. get better too as the season goes. And that's Nick that, that is like that. I would well, guess. yeah, Nick, yeah. Nick, we put it in uh, the, the full team meeting and we go over things. He don't be coming in. He's just like, hey, remember y'all, we here, we here to win. We here to figure this thing out to try to win. So I'm going to point out the good and the bad. That's what I like. It ain't just all bad. Mm-hmm. And you just don't take it personally because I just feel like sometimes it's not even the way he's not even coming at you in a way. It's just how people take it sometimes. And so that's what give me give me hope uh, because this team has not turned on each other in the media. I mean, yeah, they're going to nitpick, like I say, uh, AJ not speaking to the media and all that stuff. And, but I just know it's frustrating. And we and that's our way. That's his way of showing his frustration. Not talking because he ain't got nothing good to say. Yeah. And I respect that. Do, and so, do players all want to be coached up? When I say coached up, I ain't gonna sit here and say. I know what you. I know where you going. I ain't yeah. gonna sit here and say everybody like being coached up yeah. because you know they. So they take offense to it. Now uh, in other some, sports, sometimes, sometimes other sports they shut it down when you start coming after d- them. A depends bit. on depends on how the coach comes because every coach ain't perfect with it. You know what right. I'm saying? Some people from the old school and they just you know they just erupt sometimes because it's like I've been told you this, like you know that type yeah. of stuff. But I don't think it's that bad where people are like you know going off on this and that coaches and I feel like we can all talk in private too on things that we don't like. Uh, very well. I like that coach. Coaches uh, hit you and be like, "Hey, man, can you come see me? Call me or call me when you can, or whatever it is." It's like, but sometimes in the moment, uh, some people don't like to get caught out in front of their peers sometimes too. And that's and and you gotta you gotta know your personnel sometimes too. And I ain't gonna say some people better in private than they is in public. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I I'm cool either way because I know 
I'm not taking offense because I know it's going to help us at the end of the day. And I want guys to see me getting police and, they want, and how I'm handling it because if you're trying to make it in this league, you got to have thick skin for sure. Yeah, they don't always do that. Oh, no, I mean, yeah. and, and, and I don't want it to be perfect, honestly, yeah. because I want some people to have different – I, I really accept people for who they are, yeah. and I know where people need to be better, and I know we, where I need to be better, even for myself – and where I've gotten better and where I'm still, you know, still need help. So if you know who, you, who you're talking to and know your guys, and I just feel like, you know, that's a vet talking for me, just watching the guys and knowing who can take what, it's like, man, you got to know. I, I got to go talk to this guy in private. I can't, I can't tell him in front of everybody because he's going to well, take offense to it. You know what I'm saying? J- Jalen had said something along those lines because there's been a lot of talk recently about Jalen's leadership style because mm-hmm. to get back to the TV copy, you know, when you watch the TV copy, you see Jalen, and they're probably doing it on purpose now. They show a ton of shots of him oh, yeah. just being stoic and quiet, right? No, no one's around him. And even from the press box, I'll be honest, and say you look down, he does seem like someone that keeps to himself a little bit on the sideline. Curious from your perspective, I know you're on the other side of the ball, but he is a team leader. Mm-hmm. What's his leadership style like to you? And has he been different during this stretch at all? Like, do, do you feel like he's been going out of his way to maybe, like you say, police some things or talk to people? What's he been like over the last month? Well, you know what? Uh, Jalen definitely um, is one of those guys that love to not, not show off in front of just because the crowd is there. You know, and I, I, I respect that about him because he definitely going to come talk to you if he got an issue with some or um, all that. And I think the media definitely looks at him. Uh, like that. He's, he's just very serious. good at keeping he, that stoic, he, he quiet just, uh, He just want to win so bad. Because when you talk to him private, he like, BG, I just want to win, man. And whatever I got to do. And like I told him, you know, you got that C on your chest. Everybody want to hear you, man. So, mm-hmm. And then you know the media going to make it out to be. They going to point right at you. Oh, look at Jalen. He just going to the sideline. Especially when it's bad. Uh, he ain't saying this. He, he ain't doing that. But he processing everything. He going through everything in his mind. And, and like I told him, just be be a little more free. Play that game a little bit so that people won't just be calling you out on that. Even though I know he don't care, but play that a little bit because it's political in this thing a little bit. And I know you got to kind of, uh, you know, when you're losing, everybody going to nitpick everything. I don't want you to change who you are, but everybody want to hear you on the sideline. And everybody want to. Like, you know, just because some people ain't good, you know, doing it by themselves. They need some people, and they need us. So I know that about my, I know that about me, that I'm that for some people. So I'm always checking on them. Hey, man, good, good play. Or, man, don't worry, I got your back, man. Next play, don't worry about mm-hmm. that. Like, J.C. got that, uh, that one call, um, you know, on the sideline or where he didn't get off fast enough. Right, yeah. And, right. Too many know, men on the field. It almost, yeah. it almost got him out of this, out this game a little bit. I'm like, J.C., you good, baby. We got your mm-hmm. back at the end of the day. And then we end up stopping him in the Giants game. Uh, right after that, I said, see, there it is, man. You know, watch, watch how you handle yourself. Like, keep your composure through it all. And I know you, it didn't feel good. Because everybody seemed to have what coming at you, but don't take it personally, man. We just at that moment, everybody's just not good sometimes at like being calm and chaos during chaos. And you got to know that it's not coming from a bad place. It's just everybody want to win. Yeah, they might need to fix the way they do certain stuff, but it, the whole mindset is win. We trying to win. So 
if you if you have an issue, let's call, let's talk about it, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Get it off your chest. Move forward. What you gonna do about it? Next play, you make a play. You know what I'm saying? So you guys have actually played a ton of rookies this year on defense. Keely, yes. Eli Ricks, Ben Van Summeren is playing now. Um, yep. You know, Jalen Carter. It doesn't feel like a rookie, but he he is a rookie. Mm-hmm. You and Fletcher. How have you taken that upon yourselves this year? And I guess just speak for you, but I know Fletcher is a, a leader as well to help those players kind of embrace these roles they've been somewhat thrown into because of oh, injury. Yeah. I think it's more about uh, with the young guys, next play, man. All right, you made your mistake. I'm telling you, you're going to keep getting better. Like like I was just talking about Sid because Sid a good one because i always been talking to him because he, he was the first, like, rookie mm-hmm. really playing. Even J.C., J.C. already kind of had some good things going for himself. He started off hot and yeah, all that. And he was rotating. Sid, yeah. came into a starter role. Sid, came into a starter yeah. role. And then – like I told Sidney, hey man, all this stuff is getting you right for your moment, and you getting this, you getting this experience that a lot of people don't get their first year. You you getting thrown out there in the fire, but you handling yourself. Yeah, you making some mistakes here and there. Um, like I just remember the one third down play where he was inches away from stopping on Dallas. Yep. Like you know what I'm saying, out in Dallas, it's like, boy, just like trust yourself next time. Like you could see the little hitch in his step, and and he jumped it. But it was it wasn't if you would have went faster, it's only going to allow him to play faster as he as he start to slow the game the game start to slow down to him. So I'm I'm loving that the rookies are getting that experience. It's just you on a good team where they they sometimes pick on you depending on who mm-hmm. you on. And I know a guy like Eli who was balling in training camp and you know fighting and I love his attitude. Played in big time programs. Played in big time yeah. programs too. So it's not like it's just more about learning the technique, trusting yourself, and and just having guys that believe in you. So I always try to put that on them like, man, I believe in you. But make sure that you your mindset is the next play because I ain't worried about that. It's how you're going to – how you going to respond to that yeah. that bad play you had? D, here go a good play. How you going to add to that good play? How you going to stack the more good plays? Uh, it's more quality over quantity, like one play at a time. It's the quality of reps. Like I tell them, young boys that's coming off the bench, like even for myself, man, I try to put quality reps up other than, oh, man, I ain't playing a lot. Because if you start feeling like that, you're going to miss every opportunity that you have out there because you're so mad about yeah. you ain't playing a lot. It's like, no, if I'm in for two – Five, whatever it is, I'm telling you, I'm gonna be the best two plays, best five plays that I'm gonna be out out there. And so, just to have that, I'm just trying to build that mindset for them guys. Well, and now look, I think that these reps will end up being good for them in the future for sure next year. But speaking of big time programs, your program last night had a pretty big game, so I want to talk to you about that on the other side, and then preview this uh, this final game of the season against the Giants. So we'll be back in a few minutes. This is the Brandon Graham Show with Brandon Graham, of course, here at Chickies and Pete's ebay motors is here for the ride remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease fresh installs and a whole lot of love you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own look to your left look to your right it's official no one's got a ride like this there's nothing else that sounds like feels like or looks like the set of wheels in your garage With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride-or-die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. 
Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60. It is the Brandon Graham Show here at Chickies and Pete's. As my friend Ike would say, the one and only, the beautiful Chickies and Pete's, of course. Here with Brandon Graham and the King, Howard Eskin, uh, talking about a lot um, during this hour because the team finds itself in an interesting place. There's been a lot of talk about team camaraderie. Do you guys uh, still believe in Nick? How's the locker room? I did notice, and my lot of talk, Jordan, my lot of talked about it earlier. You guys went out as a team last week, if I'm not mistaken, oh, to, yeah. uh, to, oh, yeah. to an escape room. What was that like? Man, you know what? It was cool. It was cool to just see the teamwork because uh, we got out uh, with like six minutes to spare. Everybody, we How long like, do you – I've never done one. How long? An hour. You, hour. Yeah, you hour, get an hour. hour. You get an How hour. How many of you out. guys were there? It was, uh, it was like 30 guys. Oh, wow. It's you know, pretty, so it was yeah. a bunch of guys, and then AJ hosted it. And okay. so it was cool. It was cool. You know what I'm saying? We need to do more of that anyway. Mm. Even though we do stuff, it's just – team related you know it was cool to do it as a yeah. whole team you know players player led and then it was just more about like the guys end up we end up going to um you know stake 48 afterwards uh eight eight good you know it was a really good day really good day who picked up the check well you know <laughs> big big dog did big dog because uh he knew that we were doing it so he took care of Big dog is well. You know, it was it was a it was the DB's night to go out with Mr. Lurie, oh, so we okay. went out with Mr. Lurie. That's what I said. Oh, I just okay. joined in because I just jumped in. You just heard but, there was a free meal. Yeah, you were like, hey, yeah, I'm like Mr. Lurie. <laughs> I missed my D line one, so let yeah. me come over to yours. So. The cool. tip would have killed you <laughs> <laughs> for real. You said you said you had a good attendance with 30 people. Was it like a, a nice mixture? Because I mean, you guys do have a lot. As we just talked about a lot yeah. of new players this year, yeah. rookies, free agents. I think sometimes we think of the team as the exact same group from last year, but that, that's really not the case. Like, it is a it lot of different, yeah. It, it, because, you know what, we got a lot of experience because they went through that, that, that loss last year in the Super Bowl, getting to the Super Bowl, seeing what it took. Uh, but we can't be naive to think that it's going to be like that every year. And But we had majority of the guys back that we had, but we had to bring other guys that's, like, up to speed. Like, Zach Cunningham wasn't here. Morrow yep. wasn't here. They start now for us. Yeah. Then you got Byard. Uh, Byard. Yep. Uh, who came halfway during the season. It's not like we started with him. Uh, he's starting to get his feet under him a little bit. Then you got uh, Keely and the rookies that, mm-hmm. that's new to the team that just happy to be here because of what we went and they, the promise that we have going into this season. And we started off good, 10-1, which I feel we still got everything right in front of us. We got this game against the Giants where we got to put this work in this week. Let's go out and, you know, do our thing like we do. Uh, but let's finish this thing, like, you know, the right way. And then we zero zero again, and we put together a week to week. It's a week to week thing, one week at a time. Put it all in. Uh, but you're right, man. Like it's different, and it's more, it's more chaos than it's ever been. But 
I'm not running from it, and I know we're going to get it right because it ain't like we're – I feel like it just builds character for all of us. And I ain't seen nobody back down to it. I just seen frustration, yeah, that's been shown because a lot of people deal with it differently. And I got much respect for that. As long as you don't stay there alone, we good. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, man, it's what you do about it. Because I be mad about a lot of stuff sometimes, but it's what – I mean, some stuff I can't control. So I need to check myself because I can't control that. Mm-hmm. And then – what what I'm gonna do about it? Am I going if I'm gonna say something or I'm gonna not say something? Because sometimes not saying something is, is you you just is wrong too. Because you know we got stuff we got a a, a championship we trying to win. And so if I see something and I see a guy hurting himself on his attitude on what he's doing as a leader, I I'm wrong if I don't say nothing to help my guy. You know what I'm saying? If I say I got love for you as a player, you know what I'm saying I got to help you build as a player every week. And for these rookies. It's no question. I'm going to go talk, talk to them for sure. And some guys, you, you just give them a wake-up call. Like, hey, man, you know, you, you slay. Man, you James Bradbury, man. You, you this guy, man. Yeah. Remember who you are. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about all this other stuff. Because like, you, like what we talk about, let's be real, it's, it's social media tough, man, to get away from these days. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's tough. It's I mean, tough. My, my mentions are brutal, so I can oh, only imagine. Yeah. Because you, you want to you try to go through it all. You try to go to your friends and see what they're doing and all mm-hmm. that. But you always got fans in a way of, you bum, you this and that, you that. <laughs> oh, man, you should see some of the stuff. But yeah. I just and that's just them. what Howard tweets at me. Oh, yeah. yeah, but I just block them and keep it moving because now – when, when we have success and when we do hold that thing, they're going to be like, can you unblock me, please, please? <laughs> but it's like we got to get there. You yeah. got to get there. You got to get that maturity first because it ain't always happen for me. And everybody are different in where they grow at different times. So I'm hoping that, you know, we all take this on the chin and nah, let's do something about it. We got knocked down, but boy, we ain't get knocked out. So let's go because, I, man, I ain't get here for no reason. I know the way the players – and you always want to play. But there's some thought by some of the geniuses here on WIP that the Eagles should not play their starters this week. I don't know why you're looking at me. I didn't say that. Well, no, I, I'm just <laughs> looking at Brandon. Uh, because the Cowboys are likely, I mean, it's hard to think that they're going to lose to, the, to, the, to Washington. Do you think, regardless of the situation, that you should play to right the ship, to get it right to go into the playoffs? It start meaning starters. Well, you know what? I can't answer that right now because I want to see Coach Logic on, on what if we do or if we don't. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? But I'm down for whatever. With this, the way we've been doing it, I want okay. to end it on a win. You know what I'm yes, saying? Yes. And then start over, 0-0, zero, zero, figure out who we playing, and let's get, let's get it going because – People don't – people – I ain't going to say everybody don't believe, but there's some people out here that flipped on us. But it's cool, though, because that's part of it, because the underdogs always get stuff like that. People don't believe. But I, I feel like we thrive better as underdogs because that's just how it's been since I've been here, man. The year we won Super Bowl, it was underdogs both games. You know what I'm saying? So but whatever the coach all three, says. All, three all games, games for real. Yeah, you know games. what I'm saying? Yeah. All three. So whatever the coach – whatever Nick Sirianni wants to do, you're good with we, it. We behind Rather them, than just – Making sure that you have everybody out there to right the ship and, and do the best you can to win the game. Well, like, I, like you know, what I was talking about uh, earlier, you get guys coming back. You want to get them an extra game to try to get them, like, get them, get them feeling okay. good. You know, you want Avante out there again because, you know, I know he want to make up for that last little play. Uh, you know what he did. He, he felt 
like, man, he's getting a little better. He's getting practice. He, he got practice last week, two weeks ago, uh, when he got his 21-day uh, window. And you just want to get people in their rhythm. And so I think whatever coach want to do, we're going to be behind it no yeah. matter what. Okay. But if I'm looking at it, I, I'm looking at it to get guys like, like Zach and all them guys like a, a game under their belt where they feeling back in their rhythm. You know what I'm saying? Because that yeah. bye week, man, that bye week and, or just getting out for a week, man, it take – it, it do something to you. You know what I'm saying? So I'm kind of happy we ain't got the bye. I was going to say, you see a you lot of saying? teams that get the bye come out a little, I'm telling a little slow because we, the, You can get momentum thing, going. I just think we had the first round bye against uh, Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta. And then we come out, and, boy, we, we should have we <laughs> lost that game for real. One, yeah. It was a close one. But, yeah. we, but you know, but then the second one, um, Vikings come out, bam, 7 nothing, Bam, whoo. Mm. Okay, but – then we hit in our stride, our rhythm came back, all that, and then we well, just didn't it, look back. It is funny because, you know, I think right now there's probably a lack of belief in the team to a certain extent from the fans. But in 2017, no one thought you could win it. You won the Super Bowl. Last year, everybody thought you were going to win it, and unfortunately you did not. So I think that, to your point, the perception of the team or how you guys are playing going into the playoffs, it's fun to talk about, but you have one good game to start the playoffs, and things change really and quickly. And, boy, the belief, yeah. the feeling of, like, man – Let's build on that. Yep. And so, man, I don't get caught up in all that no more like I used to, the, the media and all that stuff, because I know how I go. It's an up-and-down league. Don't, don't Try not to wear them emotions because, boy, you get tired fast cause trying to be up and down with this league because one minute they love you and one minute they don't, but it's tough love. I just say it's tough love because in Philly it's tough love. Yeah. But they it's, love, no, it's they, love nonetheless. They want to go undefeated every year. It's yeah. cool. And I understand that the high standard. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? I much respect because it, it do help us, uh, I feel, you know, where somebody might say something out of line. I'm like, all right, I'm going to remember that. Write that down. That's a, another check off the box. So when we when I'm <laughs> yeah. holding it, I'm going to go back to that. Per- hey. Well, you like what, to remind what, people in the like, locker yeah, room I, too. Yeah. Hey, man, what, what was that you were saying? Oh, okay. Uh, oh, my bad. Oh, yeah. oh, I forgot. Now, you see me in person. Now, it's all, it's all oh, good. man, I yeah. love you. Yeah, so yeah. you got to know that fans going to be fans, man. I mean, I'm a fan of some stuff. I might say. Fan of Michigan. Yeah, fan of Michigan. I might be like, dang, man, we. I might not go to extreme of saying, man, we suck, we this and that, but that's how some people react. Yeah. So, like I say, I respect people for who they are, and that's what it is. But at the end of the day, you got to know everybody different fans. Everybody got different things they go through, and this kind of their therapy on us winning and losing. And so if you got that love for your team, you know, sometimes winning, boy, helps home. It helps mm-hmm. what going, what's going on in their life. Yeah. And so I always take that into account. You know what I'm saying? So when I when I respond, I try not to get too emotional. When people come at you a certain way, I just block them if I feel like it's just too much. Or I might say something funny just to kind of make me yeah. feel a little better. Because boy, you got to you got to respond sometimes. Woo, well, you, you do. Know, it, it's interesting when you, when you come at them. If you turn it around, when you turn it, I'll say when you turn it around, mm-hmm. and they have buried you. And I remember, I'll never forget this story. A guy was really nice to me. I'm in Chicago for a Phillies game. And uh, we're at the ballpark, and he's really nice to me. And then by accident, I happened to see him in a store in, on Michigan Avenue, and I hear him ripping me. <laughs> After he was really nice to me, I said, wait a minute. Aren't you the guy that was really nice to me? <laughs> I said, am I mistaken? I, I can't imagine anybody ripping you, Howard. Hey, yeah. Have, yeah. And the well, guy, the guy turtled up like. Oh my God! Trust he, me. He was in front of. It was with a girl. I 
married <laughs> <laughs> right hey, that woman. Man, you probably ruined his date at the convenience. Hey, hey but you know what? I watch myself on that too because, man, at the end of the day, I, like I told you, you don't know what people are going through. So I just let people talk. I'm at that point now where I let them talk. But I was I laugh, courteous, but, but I just but I reminded you know, him what I'm he said. Always, like, yeah, it's the, way I, it's the way we do it, and I'm definitely going to remind him. Yeah. Well, and I might talk a little more stuff now that I see he cool. Well, the you know? good thing is all the people talking now, they're maybe feeling down about the team. They all want you to turn it around. Yeah, and I, I know I, they do. And I think you guys will. So good. I, hopefully good game next week, and then you'll get some momentum going into playoffs. And, uh, look, the talent is there to make a run, and I, I think you guys will be able to do that. And the talent is definitely there, and it's yeah. just all about a choice that we have to make as a team collectively. Coaches included, everybody. And I, I believe we already made that choice because, man, who want to walk around this thing knowing that we had an opportunity and being like, dang, man, we I didn't – like the person that knew that they wasn't yeah. all in, man, that's they're going to hold that forever. So I'm hoping that whoever whoever on my team hearing this, uh, uh, you know, it's like, man, it's what we do now. Don't worry about what you can't control. Control the controllables. And once we get that win and we get that rhythm again, and that man, we went on the ten, we went on, we went ten and one early. Why we can't make this run, this turnaround now? And man, I'm telling you, Philly, I'm giving it everything, and, and all well, the boys with look, the captains giving it everything. Baby. Love to hear it. As you can tell, everybody appreciates it. Uh, speaking of opportunity, this has been a lot of fun. I always get to listen. It's been awesome to talk to you during this. But the show continues. We do have the great Ike Reese, Hugh Douglas, coming up with Jordan Mylotta. So everybody stick around. Brandon, thank you so much. This has been the Brandon Graham Show here live at Chickies and Pete's.